The Public News Service Daily Newscast for May the 12th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. President Joe Biden used his trip to Illinois on Wednesday to tout several new initiatives he says will support American farms. The president's trip comes as the cost of groceries remains high across the nation. The White House plans to increase funding for domestic fertilizer production and increase access to farm management tools. President Biden also announced his administration will expand insurance for double cropping when farmers plant a second crop on land that's already been used during the season. Double cropping comes with some real risks. If the weather conditions aren't ideal or aren't at least good or there are other disruptions, then the timing of everything is thrown off. But it's a risk we need to take. The initiatives aim to offset disruptions caused by the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which set off ripple effects driving up the cost of everything from a gallon of gas to a loaf of bread. According to the White House, the invasion cut off Ukraine's ability to supply wheat, corn, and fertilizers to the global market. This is Jonah Chester reporting. In a similar move intended to offset spiking fuel prices, the federal government last month announced it would permit the sale of gasoline with a 15% corn ethanol blend this summer. Coloradans will have more protections against so-called surprise medical bills that after the General Assembly passed a House bill 1284. Adam Fox with the Colorado Consumer Health Initiative says patients were being billed even after their insurance company had paid for services. In many cases, they were being charged, often for thousands of dollars, for procedures performed by team members who were working at an in-network hospital but were not in-network providers. Providers can be out of network at an in-network facility, and that's what sort of creates this mess that consumers were running into before these bills were passed. Patients have often been billed for the difference or balance between what the insurer covered and the total bill, which can include costly services performed by out-of-network providers such as radiologists or other specialists. I'm Eric Galatis. Under that new law, if a health provider wants to ask a patient to consent to out-of-network care at a higher cost, they have to provide paperwork at least 72 hours in advance. Now from CNN, a key vote on the Women's Health Protection Act, a Democrat-led bill aimed at preserving access to abortion nationwide, failed in the Senate on Wednesday. The final tally, 49-51, to 51, with Democrat Joe Manchin of West Virginia joining Republicans to vote against the measure and stop it from advancing. CNN notes the bill's failure to advance was expected amid GOP resistance, but the outcome of the vote underscores how Democrats are severely limited in what they can achieve with their narrow Senate majority. This is PNS. Early voting is underway in Arkansas through May the 24th. Central Arkansas community organizations have put together a nonpartisan voter guide for Pulaski County that focuses on judicial races. The voter guide includes information about candidates running for Arkansas Supreme Court, Court of Appeals, Circuit Court, Prosecuting Attorney, and County Sheriff. Candidates responded to provided questions that aim to help illustrate how they may interpret different laws upon being elected. 
Indivisible Little Rock in Central Arkansas's Lori Evans says it's critical for voters to have the opportunity to make informed decisions about judicial positions. If you're ever in court, it's probably the most important day of your life. So you want to know that the person sitting behind the bench is fair and impartial. These judges, they decide family law, divorce law, environmental laws in our local communities. I'm Emily Scott. And as Michigan aims to reach economy-wide carbon neutrality by 2050 with interim 2030 goals, the state's largest utility is working to transition its energy sources to renewables. Consumers Energy is seeking partnerships with landowners and communities for siting utility-scale solar arrays. Dennis Dobbs with Consumers Energy's Enterprise Project Management and Environmental Services team notes they've already begun adding 1,100 megawatts of solar capacity to be ready by 2024. A typical solar plant for a utility scale, which is the most cost-effective way to deliver solar, is going to be somewhere in the 100 to 150 megawatts size. And that is going to take, just for one plant, roughly 500 to 1,000 acres. And so we're going to need quite a bit of land. Dobbs says the best prospects for solar plant land are flat, open, relatively free of trees, and accessible to the sun. I'm Lee Wolke, reporting. Finally, our Eric Tanoff tells us small Montana meat processors are on the front lines against the large companies that control the industry. Funding from the American Rescue Plan is helping these processors compete. $7.8 million were secured for 30 Montana businesses from the COVID relief legislation. That includes $450,000 for Hamilton Packing Company in the Bitterroot Valley. Jason Schlange is owner of the business, which has been around since 1969. All of our stuff here, you know, it's a little bit older, so we're going to be able to get it up to snuff and do a little bit of expanding in the process. So we have a little bit more room for cooler and freezer storage, which is important. Senator John Tester led efforts to secure funds for small meat processors in Montana. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. Member and listener supported, heard on great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.